0: All right, Ulysses, it's a Wednesday episode, which means
1: we have mailbag questions to get to. Yes, we do. And they're going to be really, really fun. So stay tuned, grab a drink, and let's get started right now.
0: You are Locked On
1: Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. hello my name is kevin weiss i'm ulysses sombrano
0: and we are the host of the locked on raise podcast part of the locked on podcast network thank you for making locked on Rays your very first lesson every day be sure you check us out on all podcasting platforms and subscribe to our youtube channel at locked on raise you can also send us an email locked on at gmail.com uh, we have a lot of Terrific mailbag questions, and uh, we'll answer a couple today and probably save some for another future episode. Uh, so let's get right into them. Uh, this first one from uh, our buddy, Rini Rodriguez. He says, who would bring back the most return in a trade? Drew Musin, or Jeffrey Springs?
1: Ooh. Hey, Rini. How you doing, man? Hope everything is going well in California. Um, It's a great question. That's a great question. Um, I think Drew Rasmussen has done more to prove himself as a starter than Jeffrey Springs has. Um, But maybe the health concerns could be a little bit on his side more being that he's a two-time Tommy John guy and Jeffrey Springs isn't a two-time Tommy John guy. So I would have to give the slight edge to Mr. Rasmussen. Plus, beard guy myself, I got to give him the beard bump uh, uh, to Drew rather than Jeffrey. Not going to lie.
0: What's interesting is, so Drew Rasmussen, he is a 2 Tommy John surgery guy. I don't know if that's a point in his favor or more in the favor of Jeffrey Springs. Cause I don't think Jeffrey Springs has yet had Tommy John surgery because it's almost like a, <laughs> uh, a badge of honor that you've had one Tommy John surgery, let alone two. So it's like, he's all good. He, he's settled yeah. now. He <laughs> should be fine in, in the driver's seat. But in all seriousness, um, yeah, I think uh, Drew Rasmussen, because um, he is three years younger uh, and he won't be a free agent until 2027 whereas jeffrey springs is projected to be a free agent in 2025 and of course uh drew Rasmussen with more of that experience and innings as a starter under his belt i think that that pretty much covers it right there
1: yeah and again if, if you got him in that jp fire eyes and drew rasmussen for willie adamas yeah, Drew Rasmussen. Now his value has skyrocketed since the Rays took over his uh, contract. So, yeah, yeah, Rini. I think you would you would see a really good return for Drew Rasmussen. Uh, and if you were to pair him up with somebody else of value, you could possibly be talking. Okay, what offensive piece did we get back? Major league ready that can help this offense. The problem is you probably don't want to get rid of Drew Rasmussen because he was just incredible. I, I right. wouldn't, I know where you're coming from with the question um, just to kind of, you know, gauge the, who, who would get the better uh, return. But yeah, I, I, would, I would keep the Drew in, in house.
0: And uh, maybe we have to go to uh, baseball trade rumors or not trade rumors, a uh, trade values to see, uh, you know, who, who has a higher point, point value, whether it's Russ Musson or, or Springs. And I guess th- there is a question mark with Springs in, in regards to, Hey, he threw the most innings he's ever thrown. He's always been a reliever, uh, beforehand How's his arm going to hold up in 2023. Will it be able to hold up? I think that's a, a big factor as well. And speaking of that, who do you think throws more innings in 2023? Just kind of, uh, a redirect off Rainey's question. Is it Drew
1: or is it Springs? I would, I would, I would, I would give it to, to Drew. I would give it to Drew. Um again, I think he's more established, and they might give the break to Jeffrey given that he hadn't pitched that many innings in his career. So they might kind of watch his load a little bit more than Drew, because now Drew is on his second full year, but two and a half years into being a starter, so I think the leash is going right. to be longer on Drew than on Jeff. Um, by the way, I am looking up the um, the the value on on these two players
0: uh-huh. for
1: Rasmussen. Uh, Rasmussen is in a forty one point two, while Springs is at seventeen point five. Uh, Valuation. Mm. So there's a big, big stark difference in mm-hmm. how this website looks at the value of Rasmussen and Springs. And it does give not a yeah. slight edge, but a big edge to Drew Rasmussen. And I think it's all of the things that we covered. Right. It's the age, the control, the fact that he's been a, a starter for for a longer period of time.
0: And regardless, wherever you stand on this, this is one of those good problems to have is the Rays have two valuable pitchers that if they needed or felt like they could trade, they have the ability to do that. And going back to the free agent signing of Zach Elflin, this is just these are just two examples of guys that the Rays we re- reworked and honed and got they have maximized the potential to this point out of these two between Rasmussen and Springs and, and how they got acquired too. It's, it's really remarkable what the Rays have done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, great question there. And, um, if I had to guess, I think both of those guys are safely, uh, entrenched uh, in a Rays uniform for 2023, but crazier things have happened
1: for sure. Can I, uh, Flip a question back to Rini, because I know he's going to be watching this. Yeah, absolutely. Rini, uh please let us know a film that we should be watching uh, in December. Just give us any film that you've watched recently and you think, hey, these two guys are going to enjoy that because, of course, he's a film buff. So I think uh, we should get that. And maybe we should share it with Locked on Race fandom so that they can also watch said movie.
0: We could do that. As well, all right, we have more questions to get into. Uh, but
1: first, Ulysses, we have to tell the audience about Simply Safe. We've been telling you about Simply Safe for a long time, so you already know that Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for three years in a row. Okay, so Simply Safe is a whole home security system with advanced sensors for every room, windows, and door. So HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. It's something to keep you safe. It's simply safe. So today, do not miss your chance to save big on Locked On's favorite Security system. Get 40% off. Yes, that's right. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today. You got to do that today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB because there's no safe like Simply Safe. All right. This
0: next question from uh, Chris Snyder who may or may not be the son of Kyle Snyder, race pitching coach. Um, He asked us, uh, what would you be willing to trade for Brian Reynolds? Of course, there's a lot of news surrounding uh, Brian Reynolds. The pirates had offered him an extension that would have made him the highest paid pirate in history by total dollar figure. Um, But he does not want that uh, at this point. And in fact, uh, he has requested he be traded from the pirates so that throws a wrinkle into that mix into that pot um but uh i for one would love to see brian reynolds in a raised uniform of course as to chris's qu- question here uh, um and, and kind of go i don't think it's going to come cheap despite brian reynolds saying that he wants to be traded so that kind of takes away some of the pirates leverage but again a lot of a lot of askers for Brian Reynolds, besides, uh, you know, the Rays would just be one of many, many teams.
1: Yeah, they're they're like one of 27 teams, probably, that are Basically, going to be yeah. calling about him. Um, the best thing about it is he doesn't even have to play center field because if you look at his metrics, they're not so pretty. Um, again, I'm not a defensive metrics uh, lover by any sort of imagination, uh, but they're there, so we should look at them, and they're not great. Uh, for him, uh, but that's not the point. He doesn't have to be a center fielder. You already have your center fielder, your defensive wizard in Jose Siri. You just put him in left field, um, and there, that's it. Uh, you just won the production from the bat, which would be pretty yeah. nice to get a Brian Reynolds type of production. Now, for this specific question, which by the way, when you started with the whole Chris Snyder, I was like, <laughs> the question was going to be, what do you think of my dad? Um, yeah, you did not go that way. Um, I went to baseballtradevalues.com and I looked at the valuation for Brian Reynolds and it's 59.9. Okay. 59.9. I did a little mock trade for the Rays talking to Pittsburgh. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Okay. I just did the one. Just did, this is my this is what I would start off with. You said a lot of teams would be calling which is, correct. I would, yeah, that would be my guess, yeah. I would also say the fact that the malcontent and the fact that he wants to be traded is out there does diminish the leverage that the Pirates would possibly hold before this information came out. Is that correct?
0: That is correct, and I would also add to that that the fact that Brian Reynolds and his agent have come out with this stance that also doesn't speak to, again, not trying to... uh cast dispersions on his character but uh it's not something that should be done i don't think generally
1: that's how badly you want to get out of pittsburgh yeah people i made a mock draft uh i'm not gonna mock draft but a mock trade and this is it so okay if i need to get to 59.9 i did not get there i got to 50.1 Okay, so I'm like, and it being the pirates,
0: they would probably they would probably accept that because they're not good at
1: uh, wheeling and dealing generally. Hopefully, they would they would they would be okay with this trade. So first, I need to replace their Brian Reynolds, right? So an outfielder. I'm giving them Josh Low, whose valuation is at thirteen point eight. Okay. Okay. Next, I'm giving them another major league. Uh, piece but a pitcher a valuable one that we talked about in the last segment Jeffrey Springs at 17.5 I'm okay with letting go of Jeffrey Springs because of the Zach Eflin acquisition right? by the way so I'm like okay it sucks to let go of Jeffrey Springs but again you're getting something of value people to get something of value you need to return some value so Josh Lowe at 13.8 Jeffrey Springs at 17.5. And then how I always talk about the the lottery tickets. I think this is more than a lottery ticket. He seems to be doing pretty darn well, especially defensively. At shortstop, he's a young guy. Carson Williams, whose valuation is at 18.8. So Josh Lowe, Jeffrey Springs, and Carson Williams. Two major league ready guys and Carson Williams, who will take a couple more years to develop, I think this is at least as a starter. Maybe the Pirates and Pirates fans would be laughing at this trade, but I think this is a good starter to get conversations rolling. Would you also throw in Vidal
0: Brujan? Gladly. Okay. (laughs) See, a year, two years ago, we would have never said that.
1: No. No, a, a, year, a, a year and, like, two months, we would be been like, oh, no, yeah, I don't know about that. But, yeah. yeah, you want Vidal, you get Vidal. You want Josh, you want Josh, get Josh and Carson. And Jeffrey, obviously, is, is the, the biggest piece here. Um, but, again, th- these are controllable guys, the three of them, if you want to put Vidal in there. They're all controllable. They all are young. They'll have mm, a lot of upside They're two major league ready pieces. I I don't think this is something that it it would be an an easy no, but maybe I'm just looking at it through race bias glasses.
0: Okay. I'm the pirates. I'm going to present my counter offer. Okay. Uh, For Brian Reynolds, I want Josh Lowe, Jeffrey Springs, and Curtis
1: Mead. Do you accept? The fact that I took a sip should let you know that hit me. Hmm. Brian Reynolds has three more years of control. Am I correct?
0: He will be a free agent in 2026. So So 23, 24, 25.
1: So three, so three years of control. Okay.
0: And maybe he would be willing to entertain an extension with the Rays because they are a winning ball club and going places.
1: He said no to more than seventy million dollars. Seventy million dollars from the Pirates. So, can no, we already when say you when you
0: come off uh, back-to-back seasons with OPS pluses of one twenty-five or greater, that's you know you're you're get paid what you think you're worth and what you are worth in the open market or in, in the relative baseball market.
1: Which I think again, the Rays just gave forty million dollars to Zach Eflin. I think they could give eighty million dollars to Brian Reynolds. I think so too, but I don't think the Rays would want to do that. I The thing is, Curtis Mead could be your Brian Reynolds. And I know this is a yes. very prospect hugging phrase that's coming out of my mouth. And so people are going to be like, well, you're a hypocrite. Fine. Call me a hypocrite. Fine. But Curtis Mead, man, I'm looking forward to what he can do. I really am. I, I want to see this guy succeed. I love the fact he's from Australia. I, love, I, I just I like what he can do. I really hope he can do it with the race. So I would say, is there something else that we can interest you? Uh, okay. The Pirates front office. Um, all right. You won't take
0: that trade. Uh, how about this? Um, we'll take Josh Lowe. We'll take Jeffrey Springs. And then, um, okay, you don't want to move on Curtis Mead. I can respect and understand that. Um, but uh, let's, let's uh, get even from that. Shane Buzz, Tyler glass now deal. I want Taj
1: Bradley. Yeah, exactly. That that's, that's the thing. Yeah, they that, that's tu- the thing. They, I, my big point A&B. is B yeah. and Yeah. And I
0: think that's anywhere they're going to, they want one of one those teams top one or two prospects as exciting as Carson Williams could be. He's not projected to make the bigs until 2025. I, you Isn't know, that what
1: they want, though? Isn't that what Pittsburgh is? Like, hey, we're not competitive at all. We don't care. We're kicking the can down the road for decades now. Yeah,
0: but look how close that a guy like Curtis Meade and Taj Bradley, Like, those are – they're about ready to pop. And, yeah. I, again, I think you're – I think the the Pirates wouldn't accept any sort of deal. Well, I shouldn't say that. Taj Bradley and Curtis Mead would appetize them. There's those are that's the big two tier. And then after that, it's everybody else. It's the Carson Williams and the Kyle Manzardos and the Mason
1: Montgomery's. I think that's and, the thing. If if you can make if you if you're the race, and of course you're listening to this, um Eric and, and, and Pete, how you guys doing? Um, if you're able to get to pull the trigger on getting Brian Reynolds and you keep Curtis Mead and you keep Tash Bradley, do it. I'm like yeah. Starsky and Hutch, do it. Do it. Okay, Bacardian and yeah. do it. Do it. You know, you have to. But the thing is, are the Pirates... I don't want to say the D word, but are the Pirates foolish enough to... Be okay with dealing with the Rays and not getting Mead or Bradley for Brian Reynolds. Again, that's where the malcontent comes in. If you're the yeah. Rays, you're like, dude, he doesn't want to play for you. We're not giving you Mead, we're not giving you Bradley. What do you want after those two names? Can you make that right. happen if you're the Rays? I would think so, right? I would I would think so because everybody knows that Brian Reynolds doesn't want to play there. So then everybody else, not collude, but they can kind of just have the same stance of like, we're not giving you our top one or two guys. What do you want after that?
0: What about this? Would you take, not to keep going on deals here, but... No, I like this. I'm the Pirates. All right, let's 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 scrap everything. I want uh, Randy Reina and Carson Williams.
1: Damn. That's a good one really
0: good or I want Brandon Lau in Carson Williams I think they need they need either a big prospect or a big major league ready guy or major league uh experienced established guy Is Look, Jeffrey they're not touching Springs water not they're not an
1: established guy
0: he's established but not I want to go basically I want an all-star caliber player or I want to I mean, I guess, yeah, sure. Jeffrey Springs is there, but I think they want more of a punchy name, at least offensively.
1: God, these are the guys that got D-Man Choi and celebrated it, though.
0: Yeah, but again, this is Brian Reynolds we're talking about.
1: But there's an malcontent, baby. I don't know. I feel like, look, if they wanted to make a Randy Rosarena for Carson Williams, would I say yes? Uh financially speaking, I think you would be on the cheaper side if you if you go Brian Reynolds. Yes, because Randy's a super two, and he's already getting paid four mil. Yeah. So financially speaking, I think you would be okay with with doing that trade. And he's a better offensive player. But the, yes, but the problem is the difference in production, you're still you still need more help. You That's still true. need more help. Yes. So then you would kind of be in the same boat of like, okay, well, we're starting from the same, you know, offensive lack of production. So right. I wouldn't do that. If I want to do more for the offense, I don't do that trade. I don't.
0: Yeah. Um, Chris, to answer your question, uh, I, I mean, well, to kind of go off on your question, uh, I'd say it's more likely that, Brian Reynolds does not end up a Tampa Bay Ray, but uh, we can always wish and dream. Um, We've got another question to get to, but first we've got to tell you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. Football, basketball, soccer, esports, it is all covered at betonline.net. Uh, you should know that it is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Online—it it is where the game starts. All right, uh, this final question that we'll get to again, thank you to everybody who submitted questions. Uh, some of these are evergreen uh, at least throughout the course of the off season. So we could probably get to some of these on next week, uh, next week's episode as well. Um, but I want to touch on this one from Joshua Smith. He says, I like the addition of Elfland to a stacked rotation, assuming that it's glass now, McClanahan, Elfland and Tress Uh, Aside from that, do the Rays add an upgrade at the catcher position before the season starts? Uh, of course, as of right now, the Rays have, uh, Christian Bethencourt, uh, Francisco Mejia, and Renee Pinto on the forty man. So, do Who's, they upgrade to that level, or upgrade from that position, or stand
1: pat and go with status quo? Who sent this question, Travis? Uh, Joshua Smith. Joshua Smith, thank you so much for writing to us, man. Um, as I said. On the player review last week on our fun Friday episode that we both covered Bethancourt and Mejia's play, I think if you put them against the splits that they should be facing, and Bethancourt should be facing righties and Mejia should be facing lefties, which means that Bethancourt is going to see more bats, and he is the better defensive catcher at both framing and pop time. I think you've got a really good one to behind the dish. Um, I don't think it's the best available there, but the problem is look at catchers around the league, man. They, I mean, like you have said in the last week, Zach Eflin just got $40 million. Yeah. What do you think a catcher that hits is going to command? Wilson Contreras is getting $100 million at least. And he might not even be a full time catcher. And he might, he might not be a full time catcher, exactly, exactly. So I, I got to tell you, I, I don't see a scenario where the Rays um, uh, improve catching wise. Maybe they they get another like Kevon Smith, like a, a, a right. little competition for Renee Pinto slash Blake Hunt if Blake Hunt um, is with the organization. But I, I don't, I don't see like a big catcher situation shift moving. Um, Not at all. No, I don't.
0: Yeah, I think that um, because the the concern, I guess, is if something happens to Francisco Mejia and or Christian Bethencourt, are you comfortable with giving a lot of reps to Renee Pinto? And that's probably a no at this point. So you do want Defensively, yes.
1: Defensively, cool. But, I mean, you... You have an offensive problem, and this is not me saying it. This is not you hearing it and saying it. This is Eric Neander saying it right. after the season. They have an offensive problem, so you're not really going to be fixing that problem if you're putting Rene Pinto getting meaningful at bats just like you had to do with Taylor Walls in 2022.
0: Yeah it's unfortunate. Um, so I, I would think that they would, you know, do one of those, uh, you know, sign a guy who's been in the league for a couple of years, sign him to a, you know, spring training invite, see how he does, um, and, and go from there just to have some, some depth at the the triple eight level if you get into a pinch and get into a bind. So, um, as, as sad as it is to say, no, I don't think uh, Wilson Contreras is going to be in a raise uniform. No, I don't think Christian Vasquez is going to be in a raise uniform, uh, nor will uh, Sean Murphy or, or Alejandro Kirk or Gabriel Marino, but uh, it's it's nice to dream on that every once in a while. Now, I guess the question is: uh, so isn't Francisco Mejia entering arbitration?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: So, so. I guess yeah, there there I, there will be a point. You know, it might this might be a question for next season. You know, at, this might be a 2024. You know, kind of shopping the market and. Then they'll be ready to quote unquote upgrade
1: that position. I do have a question for you, and I know we're we're running long on this episode, so I'll just get give you the 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 mic after this. If you have to make one trade and the Rays are telling you, Kevin, Eric calls you. Pete calls you. Hey Kevin, buddy, how you doing, man? We need to make a decision. It's either going to be Brian Reynolds or Sean Murphy. Who do we target? Oh, I think it Only has one. to be Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds because
0: of the offensive potential and the output. Um, I think, you know, again, if I'm a big believer in what Christian Bethancourt can provide. And I don't know as much as I like Sean Murphy and, and how he's an under-the-radar guy, um, and, and what he does from the catcher position. I, I think if you gave Christian Bethancourt a full season of at-bats, uh, you know, he could put up relatively sim- – it, it wouldn't be that big of a difference between what Sean Murphy outputs and what Christian Bethencourt outputs. So Brian Reynolds, Fair. I think, is an absolute, absolute game changer offensively.
1: So that would be my okay. answer. No, no, that, that's that's great. and And I do agree with you. I do agree with you. And hopefully, if they do a Brian Reynolds trade, which is yeah. going to be very, very – difficult uh, to to see the race pull off just because the, you know it's a it's a big you know move to make um hopefully they don't have to part with either curtis mead or tash bradley if they can do that eric pete yeah if you can do that pull as many triggers as you need but let's let's hope.
0: minus minus wander franco and tether glass now and shane mcclanahan Uh, the untouchables the untouchables
1: weren't we yeah we know the podium we know the podium but exactly exactly. of the prospects curtis mead and tash bradley if you can make the the trade without those two guys and get brian reynolds just pull that trigger as soon as you can as soon as you can so you
0: you would okay what if if the pirates and we'll end after this the pirates say okay fine we know you won't budge on uh on mead or bradley but uh then we want the the next best three plus more. We want uh, Williams, we want Manzarta, we want Mason Montgomery, and we want Jonathan Aranda and maybe a Vidal Brujan. Like you would go to I, that.
1: I, I would then and and then after that, I would give them a vending machine and a million dollars as well. I'd be like, yeah, sure. Fair. Go ahead. Cause again, that's I, I'm not gonna prospect hug. I'm not, I know Manzardo, everybody's in love with, and I hope he turns out to be our first baseman of the future. But yeah, I know what Brian Reynolds is. I don't know what Kyle Manzardo is.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, we get yeah. too excited about prospects. That's, you know, how many people were like, oh my gosh, Cameron Meisner. Like,
1: no. Oh my gosh. Josh Lowe. Oh my gosh. Vidal Bruhan. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Taylor Walls. Yeah. Oh
0: my gosh. Xavier Edwards. Um, All right. uh, Thank you for making the Locked On Race podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On Sports Today podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you tomorrow.